Welcome to Hero's Journey Physio Fitness. Our mission is to empower, inspire, and mentor people to reclaim their health and become self-reliant in their fitness. I'm your host, Dr. Cameron Hogue. Join with me as my co-host, Annabelle Rios. All right, guys, we are going live in three, two, one. How's it going, Cam? I really thought you were going to count that down in Spanish, but <laughs> Annabelle was saying we now have some viewers from other countries as well that might not speak. Well, I guess they have to speak English if they're listening. They to have us, to know. <laughs> but they might not know Spanish. They may not know Spanish. Anyway. So. Anyway, they, they at least know English and start listening to the show. So wherever you guys are, you guys should uh, subscribe to the podcast. Yes. Never rate miss a, it. Never, never miss an episode. It. Never miss an episode. Give it five stars if you'd like. Five stars or above. Well, I guess it's only five stars. <laughs> but maybe in your mind you think it's above five stars. Yes. And in that case, leave a comment. Leave a comment. Say it's the best podcast ever. Ever. And guys, don't neglect social media either. I know. We're just, Come on, guys. We're just two brown boys trying to find our way in life. So give us some love. We'll give yeah. you some motivational Come quotes. On yeah, yeah, every Monday, motivational quote. Trying to get some more tips and tricks on there as well, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. So today is a, I think it's a good episode. Uh, we've talked about how to maintain weight loss for life. We've talked about do carbs make you fat, how to start your journey. Right. But we haven't gotten into any specifics. So today what we want to cover is how do you lose the first 10 pounds? But before we do that, there is something that I wrote for you guys that I want to read. And this is, <clears throat> guys, Annabelle was telling me, he, he quoted this, and I was like, who said that? He's like, I, I came up with that. I'm so like, it was me. That gum. <laughs> so we thought it'd be nice for Annabelle to read. Annabelle's a deep thinker, guys. Let me just tell you. He's a stoic at heart. Yes, so deep thinker. Just let, him re- just let these words penetrate <laughs> your ears. <laughs> okay, so... Gaining weight can sometimes happen unintentionally, but reversing it requires purposeful action and conscious effort. You can't stumble your way out of weight gain. It takes intentional steps and self-awareness to make a change in your life. Man, when when, when you read that the first time, I was like, how true is that, though, that some people are just feel like they can wake up and it's like, is the weight gone? They wake up the next day. Is the weight gone? They wake up the next day. And like they're thinking that they're just going to stumble to losing their first 10 pounds. You can't. And you some people may. You, but it, most it could do happen. Not. It could happen. But it's going to take some self-awareness and intentionality. Cuz to lose weight you have to make a change. And we we I think with one of our motivational quotes one day is like if nothing changes, nothing changes. That's so true. And it's like that's simple. <laughs> so, <laughs> boom. Let's, there let's you ta- go. Let's take them on this journey Annabelle, on how to lose their first 10 pounds. What do you yes. say? I agree. There are some key episodes again, plugs. Episode number five, how to start your journey. And episode 22, 10 things we wish we knew when starting our health and fitness journey. Those might be some good setup episodes. So to get you started. If you haven't listened to those, maybe go give those a listen to before you continue with this. Um, but if you want to listen to this first, those are good ones to listen to that will supplement this episode. Just like Legion's Athletics can supplement you guys. Use Heroes. For your 20% off. Code heroes. <laughs> Code heroes. And there you go. that's H-E-R-O-E-S. There's no apostrophe in there. That, those are the fake heroes. <laughs> <laughs> There's multiple of us. Yes. <laughs> okay. The first thing we want to talk about on your step to losing 10, losing 10 pounds. This sounds stupid. Do you actually want to lose 10 pounds? Some people say that they want to, oh, I just really want to lose weight. Oh, if I could just lose 10 pounds. But they... Deep down, you don't want to. 
Yeah, there's a lot of things in life, I would say, is do you want it or is it just kind of like a nice to have? Like, yeah, it would be nice if I had a six pack, but do you really, is it something that you really care about? Do you want it or do you not want it? Exactly. And only you can answer that and you have to do some deep self-reflection right now. You mm-hmm. got to think right now, am I saying I want to lose 10 pounds, but I actually don't. And if you don't want to actually lose 10 pounds, turn the podcast off. Yeah. We don't want to waste your time. Yeah. don't. We don't want to waste your time. That came out really aggressive. It did. Sorry. We don't want to waste your time. <laughs> Essentially is in this life, you get to, you're the pilot of your life. You get to pick what you want to do. If this is something you want to do, cool. Great. But it has to come from you. It can't come from anybody else. It's making you want to do this because at the end of the day, it may not succeed long term. All right. So what's guiding your journey? So you got to sit down, think. We have a lot of the know thyself from one of our previous episodes. So some of the self-reflecting questions that you need to go through. So let's just say you're the type that says, I, I want to lose 10 pounds and I actually want to lose 10 pounds. It's like, I'm in, doc. I'm in. What do we do? You got to start. You got to document where you're starting. Absolutely. If, if you don't know where, well, if you don't know where you started, you don't, you can't know like how far you've come. I 100% agree. There's going to come a time in the future, guys. Months from now, two months from now, a year, two years, and you've been on this journey. And I say this because let's say you have a lot of over 10 pounds to lose. It's going to be a long process. There's going to be times where you're like, it feels like I'm not making any progress at all. And it's in those instances where when you have these documentations, whether that's, I think I think you should yeah, do all these. Yeah, what are some of the things they can do? I think you need to take a progress picture of where you are now. You don't have to do it weekly, monthly, but just take at least one where you're starting right now. A lot of people are, are against weighing themselves. I get it. There's a lot of psychological things there, but at least do it once at the beginning. And I would also say take your measurements at least once. What kind of measurements are you talking about? Uh, your waist, uh, your your chest. Um, arms. Maybe arms, thighs, yeah. Thighs. Like just, just do it once. Yeah. And then fast forward when you're like, man, I'm not making any progress. I feel like, cause maybe there's going to be times where the number on the scale is not moving. And stuff. Right. You can look back and say, oh wow. But my body composition is different. Yeah. My clothes fit me better. I thought you'd gone down X amount of inches. So you are making progress. Yeah. So. Because you could be gaining more muscle, but losing more fat. Exactly. And the scale might not be changing. So it is good. I mean, we even we even saw the other day I was getting. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I've I've put on about 20 pounds of muscle the past couple of years. It's a big boy now. I'm not that big. I'm working on it. And sometimes I get a little discouraged because I'm trying to get up to like 195, 200 pounds. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm just not making much progress anymore. And Animal goes, pull up that picture when you were biking. And I pull up this picture when I was doing a lot of cardio and biking. And I was like, this doesn't even look like me. I look look totally different. Um, And it was that little reminder that I was like, I have come a long way. And I can still go, like, I can still go longer. I can do more. Yeah. We were so quick to forget where we started. But I was, yeah, I was like, man, I've got... I was just super skinny. Not that I'm (laughs) much bigger now, but I'm at least 20 pounds bigger. I was telling you, man, you, you have a chest... And some nice shoulders now. So anyway, I think Animal makes a good point. Document where you're starting. It's just going to help give you this boost along the way. Mm-hmm. Next, what you need to do is we need to look at some sustainable lifestyle changes. Boo, everybody says that, but I it's know. true, guys. So listen up. 
Okay. <laughs> so with this, you know, there's there's a bunch of things, you know, certain diets, regular exercise, habits in general. Um, so the first thing, we've talked about this in the past. I feel like we say that all the time. But how many days can you consistently commit to in terms of your training? Mm-hmm. And then training does not have to be you go to the gym, okay? We talked in the past, there's four buckets of training or kind of fitness in general. Mm -hmm. You have cardio training. You have like resistance training with weights, bands, whatever. You have flexibility and mobility type training, yoga, um, gymnastics, Pilates, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you have sport, maybe pickleball, tennis, football, whatever, whatever phase of life you're in. Um, Which one of those things can you consistently commit to and how many times? Mm-hmm. We have our we have our principle that we've talked about. We're gonna do a full episode on it called the three two one principle, um, where we do we have what we believe an ideal standard is at least three days of resistance training, at least two days of cardio, and getting one gram of desired uh, one gram of protein per pound of desired body weight. Um, is the three two one principle. But this is just getting started, guys. So pick one yes. that you know that you can consistently commit to, because that's going to be sustainable. After that, we want to start to build healthy habits. And you don't have to do all of them at once. Maybe you know where you are weakest at. Maybe you know you need to get more sleep and you need to go to bed earlier. You know who you are out there. Maybe mm-hmm. you know you don't drink lots of water. And maybe you need to be shooting for getting half your body weight in ounces per day. Or some sort, maybe a quarter of your of your body weight in ounces of water per day. Maybe just <laughs> drinking Swapping out yeah, maybe a soda just, for a water. Yeah, or just trying to get a cup or two more of water in a day. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to get 10,000 stuff. Whatever it might be, and you know who you are, start to incorporate some sort of healthy habit into your life that isn't necessarily diet or training specific. Yes. So we think those things are good places to start for sustainable lifestyle changes Annabelle, what's another thing no i absolutely agree and then something that i think we are i think sometimes we do but we don't always is you got to get your house in order and by that is you need to prepare your home for everything that you're going to need on this journey and then also was that also setting a start date so one of some of that might be okay do i need a food scale do I need a gym membership? Maybe you don't have a gym membership. If you don't have a home gym, guys, you're going to need a gym membership. Right. Okay. If you're you're picking running, let's say you're picking running or walking, maybe you need some, some shoes. What do you need to be ready? I also want to say, I thought I was thinking, as we're speaking on this, don't obsess over this because some people get caught in this. Analysis by paralysis. I need to have this, 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 this before mm-hmm. I can start. Exactly. And then you never start. And then one of our our uh, mindset to what we say is, is start now. Right. Now is better than tomorrow. So don't get caught up, but just there are some basic things that you need to have. Correct. And then say, I'm starting, well, we'd like to start today, but maybe you need a couple of days to get these supplies. Exactly. I'm starting Monday. But even with that, but you can, you're starting to get the things ready now instead of. That's that's a good point. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't even think about that. Anything um, else you want to add on that? No, I think that's that's really good because I'm the type that I need to get stuff ready before I start. Oh, that's that's me, man. Like I, I like man, I really before I can start running this marathon, I need to get some good shoes. And for me, I've 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 wasted so much time in this spot where like not it, it can it can also be not just physical things that I need to buy, but it can also be knowledge. Listen, I I need to read this book and then this book before I can even start this. 
I, I'm learning how to run. There's just like three books I want to read, and then I can start running. Right. Like, why don't you just do? Why don't you do both at the same time? Why don't you start running and read right. and get the knowledge? Yeah. With that, you're gonna have a better comprehension of what you're actually reading, anyways. So, continue. Okay. And then one of the last things for kind of the whole mindset prep and getting started with everything is we mentioned it in the past, but we really like Dr. Peter Atia's framework for nutrition. We'll link it again in the episode. We talked some about it in a previous episode, but essentially it goes into like, how do you start? How do you go from the standard American diet to getting more healthy? And there's a few different routes. Like you can explore how much you eat, maybe when you eat and kind of what you eat. Um, Those are all different ways that you can um, kind of start to tweak your diet and your nutrition. But we've already talked about that, so we're not going to go deep into there. Yeah, we'll, we want to do a deep. We'll link there. the video, or the yeah, the video in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get more practical here. Yes. So, kind of debated. Some people heavily debated. Heavily debated. We are going to make a case for calorie counting, for tracking your calories. Okay. And again, this is debated. Some people think this is the absolute best way and everything else is trash. And some people go, no, 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 that's terrible. That's terrible. It's not sustainable, blah, blah, blah. So we're making a case for it. But guys, we're not stupid. We want to give you the pros and cons. Um, So let's start with the cons. We'll start with the con, but quick comment that we've always said. Yeah. And we said it in other episodes and we'll say it again. Life is lived in the valley, not on the mountaintop. Meaning we're not going to, you're not expected to count calories for the rest of your life. This is just yes. to help you. And we're, we'll get more into how it can help you. But we'll, we'll go with some, some of the common remarks, Cam. What, what are some of the ones that people may say? Okay. This one is, I mean, the, and these things are true too, right? Yeah. To some degree. One that you might say a con is it's time consuming. It, tracking these calories, putting them in, you know, a notebook or on an app is meticulous and, you have to constant, you know, keeping record of everything. Um, it can feel like it's burdensome, um, too busy for this. Um, those are some things that people might, uh, an objection. I don't want to do this because it's just super time consuming. Um, and there, we'll, we'll go through all the cons. We don't want to talk about the pros just yet. So that's a con for yeah. some people. Uh, Annabelle, what's another one? It's, com- uh, the com- it's, it's complicated and it's not really accurate. Um, and to an extent... It's kind of true. It's kind of true. You're, you're not wrong. It, it can be complicated at first because you're learning a new skill. And we've talked about it in other episodes of um, reading food labels, but essentially you're trying to figure out like, well, how much am I eating? What's the portion? Is this even accurate? And then I, we don't, I don't want to get into it, but like we'll, we'll talk about it eventually. But then there's going out to eat. How is this? At? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there there is a lot of variables, especially since we are complex organisms and everyone is different and our metabolisms are different and oh yeah, all that kind of stuff. And so people go, well, it's not we're not even getting close to being able to calculate correctly. So why why even bother why tracking? Even bother? So that's a that's another con. Okay, so this one can be a, a, a bad con. Is we're making it sound like you shouldn't calorie <laughs> count, but we are going to make a case for it here in a minute is kind of stress and obsession. You know, some people, this can trigger feelings of anxiety, knowing that you have to to track or worry about the numbers. And, um, you know, this could be more for like body image and your kind of mental well-being and having an unhealthy relationship with food because you're constantly trying to, you're, uh, you're obsessing over 
the food and the tracking mm-hmm. of it that that could be a potential con yeah so and listen we're making a case for it but we also did say you can pick from three different approaches or combine multiple of the approaches that's listed above, above that does not calorie does, yeah. does not track calories yeah we're making our case for it and why we think it could be beneficial but we do want to be transparent say there are some cons and yeah. you know who you are so some people say it's, it lacks flexibility you've kind of already mentioned it's kind of rigid you're set to a certain number you can't go above that number etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, we've also heard people say it's unsustainable long term and i would say yes I mean, there are some people that still do it. They're in great shape, and they bring their food scales with them to restaurants. I've seen that, yeah. at least on like social media and stuff. And you know, that's that's good for them. It's sustainable for them long term. Mm-hmm. I feel like for a lot of people, uh, cal- counting calories is not sustainable long term. So why even do it if you're not going to sustain it? Which we talked about earlier about <laughs> creating sustainable habits. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and some people will say, "Well, you end up focusing on 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 quantity over quality." For some, yes, but we oh, don't recommend that. True. Like, oh, I, I can still eat. If I have 2,000 calories, I can eat McDonald's the whole meal as long as I'm under 2,000 calories. Yep, and it's true. And technically, you could, and you but would lose weight. But it'll mess, it'll mess you up. <laughs> mess your gut up. Mess your hormones up. Mess your... Um, I honestly think that fast food... We I think we talked about this in the past, that it can um, give people the feelings of stress and anxiety. Oh, yeah. And, like, mental clarity. It can, it can start to fog those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, again, we kind of talked about this, that obsessive behavior, yeah. uh, it could be obsessive in a, in like a technically a bad way where it's unhealthy or obsessive where like you're more concerned with like, Oh, I am looking good. And now like I've got a, my body, my body image is wrong in the opposite direction where like, I'm trying like, even if I gain half a pound, then I'm, then something's off and my tracking's mm-hmm. off and you know, stuff like that. But so. Is there even any pros to this? There is. Why should we track Annabelle? There's a lot of pros when we were looking at this and from our personal experience, but we just wanted to highlight some of the the main ones. Everybody talks about intuitive eating Mm -hmm. and mindful eating. Yeah. Just eat to your full, uh, eat to your satisfied, not full. And I agree with that, but... I think the process of getting there is different. Yes. I don't think people naturally wake up and are intuitive. No. How how do you, Intuition is in, is interesting. I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but essentially is if you don't know how much you're eating or how much something is I guess how I many calories they may have, you could be overeating mm-hmm. and not even know. Yeah. So, well, we, we have a client right now who we're coaching and, uh, like one of the first things he said to us was guys, until I started tracking, I did not know how much carbs and junk food I I was eating and how many calorie and how how much protein I was under consuming. Like I just didn't know, like I would just kind of eat whatever I want. And I had no idea that I was overeating and like not getting the amount of like macro and micronutrients that i needed like Mm -hmm. i just was unaware and this is he's a smart dude yeah Um, so how was he going to be intuitive eating properly if he didn't know how are you you don't know you can't can't. and again this is our this episode is how to lose the first 10 pounds yeah we're not you can't lose the first 10 pounds without having some sort of awareness of what you're eating you can't wonder your way out man so i think that in, in and of itself could be 
that could trump all the other things that we just talked about in terms of the cons. I think this long term it's going to help you. You're going to have the awareness now. You can say, okay, oh, that's it's a amount of calories. Yeah, with that, but without tracking at first, at first, you will not have that awareness in yes. the future when you don't track to know what things are. Oh, here's one that I hear a lot. It's like, man, I only eat this. I just, I think, I mean, you think you're eating healthy, but you may not be. Yes. Because you don't know. I was the same way. For a while, I've done, cal- like I said, I've done so many different diets, man. I don't want to get into it. But there was one time where I did calorie track for a little bit. And then I kind of stopped a long time ago. But then you fast forward and you do all these other diets. And you're like, man, I don't know why I stopped losing weight doing, insert name, keto, paleo, whatever, vegan. Because you don't understand why it's working. And it's kind of why we want to get into this. Is That energy balance. The energy balance is that calories in versus calories out. And that's why a lot of these diets work. We've talked about it in the past, but you may not know that. Mm-mm. You think it's a food. And yes, certain foods have more calories and they don't fill you up as much. Yes, I do agree. But it's, it's a little bit more than that. We had another client and we went through uh, um, his diet, like what he ate in, on like an average day. And, you know, he was like, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing CrossFit six times a week. I think I'm eating healthy and I'm not losing any weight. And he was in shape. And he was in shape. You know, like, I'm not saying that he wasn't in shape, but he still wanted to lose like 20 pounds. Like, and uh, we went through his day and he, we calculated all of his calories because he was saying like, I could just like look at food and I gain weight. How many times have you heard that one? I just look all at food time. and I gain weight. And we realized we calculated it all up. He was overeating, but he didn't know it because he wasn't tracking it. And you just think like, well, this sandwich, you know, a sandwich is pretty healthy. And you realize, oh, I put this much, I put peanut butter on it and honey. And oh, then I actually had two of them. And oh, that bag of chips was 300 calories. Mm-hmm. And I used some sauce on this. And then you're over a thousand calories for something that could have been like 400 calories. Or people say, I'm only eating like two meals a day, but they're drinking all these mm. sodas and drink, and they're drinking their calories away. Yeah. There's all these little things, but you won't know that. Well, and my then, daily Starbucks frappuccino mocha latte is 500 calories. You don't but know. I only ate like a but I, small oh, salad. I, yeah, all I had was a salad for lunch and this for dinner, but you had two iced coffees, a soda, and... I don't know why I'm not losing weight. So this gives you a good understand understanding of energy balance. If you eat more calories, if you have, quote-unquote, more energy, it's, the body's going to store it in reserves as fat. If you, have, if you undereat... So you're not getting enough energy from food. Your body's going to pull from your fat storage or the remaining like glycogen in your muscles to burn for energy. So you stay at baseline. Your body's always trying to stay at homeostasis, mm-hmm. that, that state of being in balance. So if you don't understand that, then you won't understand if you're overeating why you're gaining weight and all that stuff. Mm. But you got to track to know. You do. What's another one? What's another pro? Another pro for me is that you're able to personalize it, meaning... I don't want to get into the macros, but there's macros. So, you know, protein, carbs, fat. Depending on what you're trying to do, you can adjust it. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I hear people say all the time, I was one of them. I hate doing diets because I'm always hungry. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Let's uh, give you more protein. Boom. You're not, you, you're going to be more full, so you're not going to feel as hungry. Right. You're able to personalize it to whatever your goal is and what you're trying to do. Right. You're trying to gain weight, trying to lose weight, trying to stay the same. You know, in this episode, we're talking about losing weight. But with that, though, we did talk about it being inaccurate. That's 
and there was a catch there on that one. That is like on the micro level. Like, yes, of course, we can't know for sure what someone's actual one with 100% certainty their baseline calories are in order to go. But we can, can get pretty you, dang close. You can get pretty close. And then all you got to do is look at the scale. You eat at baseline. Did you gain weight? Did you lose weight? Okay, you stayed the same. Okay, drop 500 calories. Oh, the next week you lost a pound. Okay, we're pretty close then. We're really close. We're pretty yeah. close. And these are these are rough estimates. But again, these rough estimates are getting you in the ballpark where you actually have some sort of awareness and you're not just shooting from the hip, at least for now. Yeah, I mean, they get you really close to the point where, I, like he said, take a whole week. For one week, uh, uh, track all your food at maintenance and you'll get pretty close. So Another thing this does, uh, the tracking, is it does give you a form of accountability. Yes. Accountability is, is huge. Because you have to log what you're eating. And sometimes you're like, well, shoot, should I really eat this? If I have to log this, like then how many calories do I get? I don't know. You're kind of almost bargaining with yourself or trying yeah. to see like you're like with finances, like, well, if I put a little bit of money here and then put a little bit of money there and the, what, what, what's my, what's my um, profit going to be? Or what's mm-hmm. my, am I going to have a loss? And you can keep yourself accountable through tracking. No, I think it's good. You keep yourself on track. It's like a budget. So you are going to need some sort of way to track. You can do a pen and paper if you want. That's fine, yeah. Yeah, An Excel spreadsheet if you want, but there are apps. A lot of apps. I think there's like uh, one of the most popular ones that I'm sure everybody's heard of, MyFitnessPal. There's another one that I personally use. No plug-in, just what I use. It's because it's a simple layout. It's LifeSum, but there's plenty of them. LifeSum? LifeSum. Like L-I-F-E sum? The word life and then some like you're some. something out okay. something it up gotcha guys my fitness pal is not what i thought it's <laughs> not what it used to be now you have to pay for it and um i'm not happy with that yeah they're really trying to push you to pay right the premium description yeah you know they're also we coach people you can always reach out and with the software that we have with training there's a way that you can calculate all that stuff um through the app that we have yeah. so Always reach out to us about that if you want to if yeah, you want to be trained. For sure. Find an app that works for you. Yep. Okay. Now, I think we made a case for why you should track your calories at least to lose the first 10 pounds. Yeah, like and we said, you're not going to be doing this for the rest of your life. Your life. No, you'll, it's only you'll, for a little bit. It's to get you on top of the mountain and then off the mountain, and then you can sustain in the valley. You can lose the weight that you want to yes. keep that weight loss after. Okay. So... What do we do to actually lose the weight? Okay. Couple th- couple episodes we want to give to your attention. Episode number 17, Do Carbs Make You Fat? And, number, and episode number 26, How to Read Food Labels. Those will be very beneficial to knowing what we're going to talk about. So the first thing, first week, start tracking. I don't care if you are gaining weight, losing weight, or staying the same, but you need to start tracking. I think I told you about this study, right? I can't remember the name of the study where... They had a group of people, and all they told them is, just write. This was so. This is a bit further back. Cause I think they they gave them like a physical notebook, and they say, just write down what you're eating. Like I said, like kind of like we're saying, don't don't care if you're losing or gaining. I don't care what you're eating, guys. You can keep eating the McDonald's or whatever it is. People are naturally gonna start making changes to their their lifestyle and their diet. Because guess what, guys? It's bringing awareness. 
when you start writing it down, you're like, man, I didn't realize. I didn't know I had McDonald's twice today. I didn't realize that I had three cookies in between lunch. You mm. could, you forget a lot of these sayings that you're doing throughout the day. Yeah, that's such a good point. So, so we just want you to track. We don't care how you do it or what that number ends up being. Or what you're eating. Just or what track. you're eating. Just start tracking. Now that you've tracked and you're starting to get the hang of it, we need to start to set your daily calorie goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that first week, hopefully you ate and you kind of saw that maybe you stayed the same weight wise. And that would probably be about your maintenance calories. Mm-hmm. Meaning if you ate like that the rest of your life, you will most likely stay close to the same weight. I mean, our metabolism does start to slow a little bit as we get older. That is true. Um, but you should stay roughly the same weight if you eat roughly at your maintenance. So we need to set a goal. And if you're trying to lose weight, we need to be in a little bit of a deficit. So for numbers purposes, we're going to say that maintenance was 2000 calories. Just we're going to say that Mm -hmm. you most, you need to be at about a 500 calorie deficit per day to lose about one pound a week. That is the most reliable way and safest way to start to lose weight. Now you could do a thousand calorie deficit a day, but let yeah. me tell you guys, no, eating yeah. if you're at if your two thousand was was your maintenance and you're gonna only eat a thousand calories, honestly, that's like two bowls of ice cream. It's a thousand calories. So even if you're just eating, yeah, it's not gonna be sustainable for protein. some of you guys. No. Yeah. I, so we don't recommend that extreme what weight loss. Would you say? At minimum, uh, or I guess don't go below a thousand five hundred. Oh man, well it depends on you know if you're a very small female versus a very large male. That's gonna that's gonna true change um, how many calories you can eat. But I would say in general, five hundred calories per day would be I think probably going on more of what we would feel the most comfortable. Unless you have an extreme amount of late weight loss to lose. True. If you are, if you're a big boy, you maybe need to cut it a thousand like if you're a 300 pound male like your maintenance it, baseline is going to be a lot higher yeah you can probably cut a thousand calories Very, yeah let's day. say your maintenance is three thousand or even maybe four thousand yeah because you're a big boy i don't know guys uh, i'm a big boy <laughs> so um but you could be a more sustainable way too is to go about two to three hundred calories maintenance or yeah. below a day and honestly that'll probably keep you a little more full it'll be a little slower progress um but you will still lose the weight. Mm-hmm. So create that calorie deficit. We're going to recommend two to 500 calorie deficit a day. All right. What's the next thing they need to do, Annabelle? So people always say, oh, you're just going to eat terrible if you do calorie counting and blah, blah, blah. Yes, but it doesn't have to be. We think you need to be eating a balanced diet. So what do we mean by that? Check out the how to read food labels because we already kind of covered that a little bit. But we want a balanced diet of primarily whole foods. Mm-hmm. Which is just if it if it doesn't have a label or has very little items on the back of a label, you should be good. Right. You want that to be eighty percent of what you're eating, and then the the last twenty percent can be whatever you want. Yeah. Still focusing on quality, mm-hmm. and then also remaining within whatever your caloric goal is. Correct. Um, I think we said in the past, but. If you stay around the perimeter of the grocery store, you'll probably be in pretty good shape. It'll keep you in the produce. It'll keep you in the the meats and the dairy and all that kind of stuff. And it'll keep you out of the process. A lot of the more highly processed or ultra processed foods in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the next one, Doc? 
Guys, this is important. <clears throat> if you're a male, you need to be shooting for at least one gram of protein per desired body weight. So if you're 200 pounds, you want to be 150 or 180 pounds. Wait, hold on. My math is horrible. 10 pounds. <laughs> 190 pounds, you'll shoot for 190 grams of protein. If you're a female, you want to shoot for around 0.7 grams a day, something mm -hmm. like that, um, or per desired body weight. So one gram for males, maybe about 0.7 grams for females. And that number one will keep you full, but it's also going to help preserve and or build muscle if you're a newbie while you lose the weight. And that's what we like. Oh, guys, I know we say pick your your, your different activity, whether it's sports or something. This is the, in my opinion, this is the prime opportunity to get strong and lose weight. This is like, this is a short period of time where you can actually do both at the same time, in right. my opinion. A lot of people argue and say, oh, you can still do it once you're fit. Eh, maybe, maybe not. It is pretty proven for beginners, though, that for, you can build for, muscle and yeah, lose Yeah, but for beginners, you can do both. Take advantage of that. That's true. What's another one, Annabelle? Oh, this one gets everyone, especially once you first start counting. Hitting calories. What, like, well, what do you mean hitting calories? Are they just hiding it somewhere and then just sneak up on me? <laughs> 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 no. But the thing is, there's a lot of things that you don't count for. Sauces. Mm, yeah. Condiments. Oils. Guess what? They have calories. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they have calories. And they make them taste good. Make them taste real good. You put a lot of that mayo, ketchup, mustard, add this, add that. To your sandwich that you thought was really healthy, I'm a not saying Chick Fil A sauce, you know, oh, so good. I'm not saying it's unhealthy, but you saying it adds up. What? So, what would you recommend, or what would you say is kind of the average hitting calories when you go out to eat, Annabelle? Oh man. So when you go to, I'll say fast food because most of them have their nutrition content. More online. restaurants are doing that now too, though. Yeah, more restaurants are doing it. That's true. I would say you could add. Two to three hundred calories to whatever they're listing. Okay. Because they're not always considering all the things we mentioned. Right. So what he means, <laughs> excuse me, what he means by that is, let's say that Chick Fil A sandwich is, it says it's five hundred calories. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm five. What we're saying is, we it's probably seven to eight hundred calories, not five hundred. Mm -hmm. Um. That the they usually post the minimal, and they don't take into account all that, like Annabelle said, the oils, and then you're going to dip it in the sauce and stuff like that. So we would recommend adding two to 300 calories on top of whatever restaurant says that calorie is, yeah. total is. So. And again, maybe at first, don't worry about it. Once you, you can get into the nuances of it later, just start tracking. You know, you start just tracking whatever, and then you start focusing on your actual calories and then slowly add this into the mix. Yeah. Like, so a good example is let's say you eat out three times a week and you're like not too concerned with what you eat. It's in that 20% that animal talked about, not the 80%. And uh, you're tracking religiously and you're like, ah, I'm, I should be losing a pound, but I'm not. And it's like, well, maybe it's the hidden calories when you're going out Ooh, to eat. You're yes, not tracking yes. the 300 calories that are actually extra in it, which ends up to be 900 calories. If you go out three times, so, that kind of thing. Oh, and then <laughs> we'll say Chipotle. Can I go to Chipotle? Yeah. Let's say you know you get your the serving size are gonna vary too. One day you're just going out to eat, but then you have your buddy back there that you've made friends with, and then he gives you a little extra scoop 
Gives you a little bit extra. It's uh, a protein more than normal. Wink, wink. Thank you, man. <laughs> the calories are going to go up. Right. So that's why we also talk about hitting calories. A little bit more sour cream action. Oh, sour cream. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these are real things. So you got to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. So we also, we did an episode. So we're not going to belabor this one. You need to read food labels. Yes. At least the first. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these apps, you can scan the barcode and it'll upload it for you. But in general, though, you need to be able to look at the back and, and see how much sugar is in it. All the things we talked about. What's the serving yep. size? Blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> okay. Measure and weighing your food. Okay. Oh, I know. So a lot of the times these, these apps are saying, yeah, this is this many calories for eight ounces of chicken. Well, how do you know how much eight ounces of chicken is if you're not weighing it or measuring it? There exactly. is the whole how big your fist is type thing. Um, but let's say you got a big old fist. That's true. <laughs> fist, so sometimes if you don't want to bring your scale and stuff like that. There's the we can maybe there's like a chart or something we can put in. The yeah, where you can eyeball it. But if at first, like we've talked about, you start tracking, you start weighing, then you'll have a better sense of being able to eyeball it and feel like, well, you know, eight ounces for me, it's like half my fist. Because yeah, I don't know, maybe you have a big old palm. I don't yeah, know. got bear palm. Bear palms. <laughs> 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 you'll be able to gauge it a little bit better. Yeah. So at first you need to weigh some things and measure how much is a cup of rice, all that kind of I stuff. I know it's boring, but y- you got to put in the work guys. Yeah. So we believe if you start doing those things, you will lose 10 pounds. Now I'm not going to say easily, easily, but simply it makes it yes. simple. Is it's it- simple to understand, but it's hard to do. Yes. And the big thing with all this, we're going to sum it up with staying consistent. You can't track Monday through Friday and don't track the weekends. You can't track for two weeks and then not the next two weeks and then track for two weeks and then not the next week. You have to stay consistent. You have to keep adding up those hidden calories. You have to read the food label. You have to weigh your food. You have to track your weight just for now to lose those first 10 pounds. That's what it's going to have to take. It's not working for you right now. This will help you do it. So we want you to stay consistent. It will. We want you to stay consistent with it. Now, if you follow that advice of the 500 calories, one pound a day, in about two months, you'll be 10 pounds lighter. Because that first week, you might lose a little bit more than one. Some of it might be a little water weight. Um, but It also depends how much you have to lose. Yeah. If you only have like a few pounds to lose, it may take you a little bit longer than two months. Right. If this is your last 10 pounds to lose, it might be a little bit longer. But if this is your first 10 pounds, they might go, honestly, even at that 500 calories and you start moving, drinking water, it might be a month you lose the 10 pounds. But realistically, if we tracked at that one pound a week, about two months, you'll be 10 Mm -hmm. pounds lighter. So we guarantee this will work if you follow it. If you you do it. Yeah, if you do it. So in conclusion, guys, weight and losing weight can be challenging, not just physically challenging but emotionally too and we mm. and we understand that and we know that mm-hmm. there are things that are tied into food and and your weight and how you want to present yourself to the world so yeah and we have an episode that we talked about about that you know how yeah. to manage or how, what's it called how, how to, to sustain weight, weight loss weight loss for for life for life <laughs> i was like <laughs> 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 um, for life yes that one mm-hmm. but it is possible you can do it and I think just knowing that it's possible is a good thing to kind of keep in your mind because mm-hmm. sometimes it seems impossible. 
So try some of these tips and tricks that we just talked about. And guys, we are always here to help. You can always reach out to us via email, social media. If you want to become, if you want to be one of, if you want to get trained by us, um, let us know. We'll help you on this journey. Yeah. Start tracking guys. Start tracking. Annabelle, anything else? I think that's all I got. What, what are you? Just everybody remember that you are human. We should not seek perfection, but daily improvement. All right. See you guys. All right. Bye.